escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. I've been praying someday God won't sin. I ain't never been the same since we first met. I'm gonna marry that girl. I'm gonna marry that girl. My best friend's tired of hearing me talk about her smile. He says you've only known her for a little while. Owning a home in a clean, serene, strategic neighborhood should not be a luxury, but a necessity. And at JL Properties, we make that dream a reality. JL Properties gives you value for your money in our fully gated and managed communities in North Airport, Achimota, and North Kaneshi. Enjoy reliable refuse collection, external area maintenance, and security in all JL communities. Make your home with us by logging on to jlpropertiesgh.com JL Properties the city's favorite developer Joy 99.7 FM yet another exciting edition of your favorite business development program on radio masterclass masterclass is powered by joy business and brought to us by goyle goyle good energy goyle yenara yedia masterclass today is also brought to us by jl properties jl properties the city's favorite developer if you're looking to go into real estate or get a home or get a building or get anything of a sort that represents a home by all means do talk to jl properties today because they are definitely the city's favorite developer masterclass comes your way every wednesday at 1 30 p.m and runs all the way through to 2 15 p.m here on your superstation joy 99.7 my name is yabanafo and i'm happy to be your host for today's edition of masterclass we continue our conversation today on artificial intelligence in business. Last week, we were looking at artificial intelligence and how it affects customer experience and how we can use all of that to make the customer experience memorable. Like Maya Angelo said, people will forget what you said to them, what you gave them, even the things you did for them. One thing they will never forget, though, is how you made them feel, how you made them feel. So that's why we talk about customer experience today and not customer service, because the perspective has changed from offering a service, from the person who offers you that service across the 
encounter to the person who receives the service. And like I said at the beginning of this conversation, we're all customers at some point. So when you ask yourself who's the customer, the customer is not that person at the other side of the glass. It's all of us. We're all customers at some point. And the earlier we begin to work to get... You know, together to make that experience memorable, the better it is for all of us. Um, I'm, I have back here with me in the studio, uh, should I say, our regular, <laughs> uh, now resident AI tech person, Kobe Spikey Nkrumah, who's also the host of Geek Squad and a tech consultant. Today, we continue our conversation on artificial intelligence in business. I was just telling Kobe before we came on air that my highlight for this week, and you know, what we're talking about, I tried to get some some voice notes last week. We shared them from people of renown in industry who are in the in the industry, who are in IT, who are in um, AI, should I say, or informational security and all of that. They shared their thoughts with us on how AI is much closer to us than we think as a people. And my highlight of the week was I attended the Ghana CEO Summit at which OFM was present. And one of the speeches from one of the companies was developed by AI. So they just put the topics in there, and the and the bot just wrote the speech around the you know the the topical pointers that were put there, and all they said to the bot was write us a thousand-page speech, and yes, you know the bot just did exactly that. They looked at it and it was fine. Now they asked themselves, can we go ahead to have the bot deliver that speech? And there's technology today in AI that allows the AI technology to mimic voice. So for example, I've been speaking for about a minute now. That technology allows the AI to listen to my voice for all of three seconds. Three seconds. And then it can mimic it, and you listening won't be able to tell the difference. Yes, I know there are questions in your mind. What about fraud? What about this? What about that? Yes, all of those concerns have come up. But this is what happened at the summit. The AI actually went ahead to deliver the speech using a short video it had picked of the person delivering the speech. And of course, like what we said, um, it didn't look 100% like it was a human doing it, but it sure looked more than 80%. You know, and that's where we're going. Kobe, that was my highlight of the week, coming back to AI in business and how much closer it is to us than ever before. Let's continue our conversation, if you will. I mean, I know there were some questions last week. Mm. You can start with that, if you will. But by all means, let's go straight back into our conversation. Sure. Yeah. So, um, just to recount what we've been discussing yeah. over the weeks, We've spoken about um, how businesses, some of the AI tools that businesses can use mm. or the technologies. We've spoken about chatbots, which are AI-powered programs that can simulate conversation with human users. So if you have, let's say, your, your clients who come to your business to try and have conversations with a customer service representative of some sort, and you can't always have someone present to have this conversation and that can also like you said um it's how you make people feel that can impact how the person feels about your business and just last tuesday i was with um i actually saw on on social media a person complaining about a food um place where they had requested for a certain meal that was on the menu and the person said in a very rash tone that they didn't have some available. Remember <laughs> what I said last week? That some is not there. <laughs> well, you know, the entire week I was thinking about what you said. That they'll ask you what you want. Yep. They'll go back and come back and tell you some that is some not is there. not there. You know, and so where is some? <laughs> where is some? We are we're still trying to find where some is. <laughs> so if we do find some, maybe AI can help us find where yeah. some is. But that's the this this experience had the person come on social media to rant now if you're not lucky and a person's not diplomatic enough they put your brand out there they talk about how your brand made them feel and if that person is influential enough it affects your brand 
you know, eventually, and that is not. And whether good. or not they're influential, once it appears on online, yeah, the AI or the chatbot, if you're asking for reviews of your own brand, will pick up those exactly. sentiments as well, even if it's less than one percent. It's there. It's there because the internet never forgets. The internet will never forget. Thank you for that. So, and then we talked about how. AI does all these things, which is through machine learning, and it allows computers to learn without being explicitly programmed, mm. which is when we com- um, compare this to automation, where you've programmed it to do A, B, C, D to Z, and what happens when it realizes that there's no F, G, H, I, J, K? What does it do? It just gives you an error, and it shuts down, versus an AI which would realize, okay, so there's no F, G, H, I, J, K, what else can I do to get to Z? So that's the difference between automation and implementing AI so you can even do automation with AI that reduces your you know error rates it can reduce faults and avoid risks because mm. somebody's hand is there an AI should be able to detect if you programmed it well and realize that hey I'm not going to land this metal here because there's a hand there and all that kind of thing you can't do that and just like you mentioned natural language pre- uh, processing which you've we, you experienced at a CEO summit where someone's voice or how we speak naturally was processed and an AI is able to deliver a speech that hitherto you would have required the person to be there. So imagine that you're a globetrotter, you're always in a different country at, at X point in time and you're required to give a speech here, you're required to talk there and they can't get you. But hey, I have an AI that's been trained to be me. And I can just deploy that AI to give that speech on my behalf to, and also simulate my mannerism, simulate my voice, simulate my delivery. Even some of the nuances, if you're lucky an AI, you get an AI that can copy your nuances. It can do some of the things that you do, you know, say things how you'd say it. If you're somebody who likes to say, um, <laughs> if you're not lucky, you have an AI that will continue repeating that um, um, just to sound like you, you know. And yeah, these are the things that AI can do. And we did yeah. talk about computer vision as well. So you put, you know, you know, at yeah. the end of everything you say. Put, you know, yeah. at the end of everything, you, you have the the AI repeating that to just try and be, be like, you. like you. And that, that achieves its goal, basically. And then computer vision, which is <laughs> a field of computer science that deals with extracting images. Mm-hmm. And we did demonstrate even how to even extract text. So you have computer that can detect text in an image, extract it. You can have OCR software programmed into your system. So grabbing invoices and filing them digitally shouldn't be difficult. Where you need to buy a scanner, constantly feeding your invoices in there to do you know your record taking into your database. You can automate all these processes with AI with some of these tools to make your process more efficient. So today we promised that we were going to give the listeners examples of these tools that they can get and use themselves Mm. to improve their businesses, to improve their workflow and reduce their workload. So if you're listening, we've mentioned a lot of times since this whole AI buzz started, ChatGPT. And <laughs> I know students the world over have fallen in love with ChatGPT because of how easy it makes their schoolwork. I know students here in the University of Ghana mm-hmm. who do their assignments on ChatGPT. Yes, there are a lot of and students. If you're a student and you're listening, there's no need to reinvent the wheel. The world is moving at a fast pace. You might as well line up. I mean, I'm not saying that people shouldn't read and learn again, but now when you ask a question to a mm-hmm. student, What's the biggest mammal in the ocean? Then they go to Google, ask Google. I mean, I have my, I have my issues with that. Yeah. But there's an easier way to do it. 
you put your assignments in chat GPT and it gives you the answers. Which is very true. So for those who um, who've probably used it, students who've probably used it, some have also realized that it's not always correct. Mm. Chat GPT can make mistakes. And even if you... Because it's mechanical. Yes, because it's trained on data that hasn't been proofread to say the least like it hasn't been evaluated it hasn't been moderated it's just data that has been fed to it and sometimes we even um can affect certain changes in this, the way the ai is programmed because it's still learning take for instance your child who's three years who has a very high iq and is being is learning in school teacher tells them something that's what they believe they go somewhere they hear something otherwise maybe the teacher was wrong or maybe you said something at home and it goes to school and then your teacher, the teacher tells him, um, so this comes from this. It's like, no, my dad says this comes from that. So, yeah, but the, but the, the teacher is always right, too. <laughs> so when the teacher manages to convince them they come home, that you were wrong. Mm-hmm. Teacher says it's this. And that's exactly how AIs are. They're not all-knowing. So don't think that your your chat GPT or your AI system is omniscient. You still got to read through. You still have to read through. You still have to have an idea of what you're asking it. Otherwise, it's garbage in, garbage out. But definitely, what we're saying is that don't be entirely lazy. Hmm. But if you're looking for structure, you're looking for flow of thought, you're looking for some kind of push to start a certain paper or a certain academic you know, endeavor, clearly that can help. It gives you Absolutely. an idea. Yes. It gives you an idea. So, if you're, I mean, like you said, we, we've made certain, we've taken certain strides in technology Right now, computers are ubiquitous. Everybody's using smartphones. And we use them all the time. We use, it may, it's made our lives easy. The same way ChatGPT or any other AI system is going to make our lives easy. But it's, the onus lies on us to be more disciplined about how we use them, not to be over-reliant or over-dependent on the technology. So um, ChatGPT, the GPT in it is a generative preform transformer, which is essentially uh, a language, a pre-trained language model. So a large language model in AI is a model or a form of AI that learns languages in simple terms. So if you take that and you try ChatGPT, you understand why ChatGPT is able to speak as naturally as possible because it's a natural language processor. It processes language and it's able to respond to you naturally as versus previous chatbots that answer your questions or answer your your prompts with very robotic language you can't always i mean some now people who've used chat gpt a lot can tell when they read chat gpt text because it has a certain format has a certain Certain format yeah and so you should be able to understand what it said that's the whole idea that it should be natural enough for you to understand so when you take something like that and then you throw it into your customer service what happens is that now you have a chatbot that can respond to your clients naturally, like a human being. Mm. Where, so you'd see something like um, if you go to some of these companies, I wrote a couple of examples now and I'll find it. But if anyone has a need for a chatbot for their business that they want to, so let's say a small business, some of these small businesses use WhatsApp, they use Facebook Messenger, they use Instagram Messenger to receive and reply to clients or prospective clients. You can use a service like ChatFuel, which is a chatbot, chatbot pl- platform that will enable business to create AI-powered chatbots. Now, the reason why you need an AI-powered chatbot is because of this, you know, um, aforementioned feature. A of step natural, more intelligent than the original. Exactly. Where the kind of questions it's asked, it doesn't necessarily have to follow a certain format. It's not looking for just 
the keywords and responding to those keywords. So the fact that somebody said, um, my transaction did not go through, card was debited. It sees transaction, sees debited, sees not. It knows, okay, negative. That's a traditional chatbot. But maybe there may be a sentence in the word in there that sort of changes the meaning of that whole sentence. Because the content. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Exactly. A, a regular chatbot may not be able to detect that and will just give you frequently asked questions, mm. the answers to what happens when your transaction does not go through. But maybe your transaction did not go through, but you received the product anyway. The chatbot did not detect that part because all it was looking for was transaction yeah. not through. It means it didn't go through. Yeah. So tell, telling you what to do to probably um, re-put, yes. re like redo the order. So with an AI, chatbots you avoid this thing it just actually does the job of reading through whatever it is that you've written and giving you the answers to that so like i mentioned chat fuel that's a an app or mm. service that you can employ it's not free people need to know some of these things are not free. but we don't like apps that are paid apps do we i mean so we like the free day the seven day free trial the 90 day free trial and after that we're like it's not working anymore of course it's not working because <laughs> it's not free pay. You know, you know somebody had to put their brains to this to make it work. And if you're saving money by not employing someone to be answering these questions, just consider that you're making an investment. You're putting in money into your business, that into this service that's going to save your business some more money. And it's going to get you more customers, considering the fact that it's always on. I can wake up in the middle of the night and be doing something and need to talk to a customer service. Maybe the the business I'm talking to is in a different time zone. So assuming you're in Ghana, somebody in Australia wants to buy your sheer butter, for instance. Their time zone and our time zones... I'm close for business. Ma <laughs> yes. Ma ma but the person needs answers. They sent you a question. You will see the next day, the next morning, reply. They will see the next evening, reply. And that lengthens the whole conversation. But if you have an AI chatbot that is connected to your socials like your facebook messenger your instagram messenger your whatsapp the person sends a message they're asking questions what is in the share butter your ai model is trained to answer these questions is able to give the responses and then keep that engagement between you and the clients going and it could like eventually translate or transform into a sale it can generate conversions for you so it's important that you pay attention to some of these things and if you're a bigger company, maybe you can, you can afford IBM's Watson Assistant. And when you hear IBM, you know it's going to be expensive. <laughs> so a bigger business would probably want to go with that because it also uses natural language processing and machine learning to build intelligent virtual assistants for customer support. The reason why this is good and the reason why it is using machine learning is that it's not going to stop based on what it's been trained with. As it continues to interact with other customers, it learns. And it learns to realize that this is what this person or this is a recurring question. So that could also be a problem. And it could also give you the feedback. It could give you um, an analytics on the 
consistent problems that keep coming up for you to either fix it because you're realizing that most of the problems that people are calling for is this if you're relying on a human being like me i'll forget you ask me so what is the you know the common problem people have um menkayo <laughs> you know i don't remember so you want to use but a computer always remember because that's the data unless obviously a bad player or a threat actor hacks your system and then shuts it down for which reason only you would know and for sales and lead generation salesforce has einstein which is a crm platform that offers predictive lead scoring personalized recommendation and sales forecasting so if you're someone in the sales industry and you're always trying to get leads you're trying to get clients if you can afford salesforce's einstein you subscribe to it it can help you generate leads because it's also it makes personalized recommendations so basically and that's enterprise product, that's enterprise so it can help you with um possible leads based on the products that you've fed it so you know your products and it can tell you based on people's browsing habits that this is what this person may want this is what this brand is this is the target market here so this is where you should um focus on and you can actually use it to generate lead messages or emails so if you want to do email marketing you want to send out a broadcast of emails you can use that to personalize the kind of email you're sending out so you are guaranteed a conversion or a proper lead generation and there's one called gong io gong as in a gong gong beta <laughs> gong io is also a conversation analytics software that analyzes sales calls and meetings to provide insights so once you make a sales call gong is listening in and it will let you analyze that call and any meeting to provide insights and it can even coach your sales team and provide them with tips to improve their performance. So the kind of conversation you have with your clients, Gong is able to tell that this could generate a lead or this could generate a sale or a conversion versus nah, your team needs training. This person needs to improve how they talk to clients. This person needs to reduce their, their forwardness. Maybe somebody's too forward with the kind of messaging they're trying to put out there maybe judging from the person you're listening to you need to gauge the emotion you need to gauge the responses to know that i need to tone down i need to be more empathetic towards this person i need to be more direct or i need to figure out what interests this person you know all these things sales is is a very human thing but ai now can understand some of these things and know whether you're doing the right thing to get you the right lead generation. So, And I suppose that without saying it, what I hear you also talk about is the fact that there's got to be sincerity of expression mm -hmm. because assuming the AI is picking all of this data and therefore giving us conclusions, if there is insincerity in any part of the process where I don't say what I mean and I don't mean what I say, mm -hmm. then chances are that my conclusions will be wrong. Yes. So you have to really mean what you say and say what you mean absolutely yeah. so yeah with that it's I, I mean i like i like that submission i think that it does inform a lot of things that people don't take into consideration when they're working with computers or mm. some of these artificially intelligent system because we seem to think oh it's a computer but at this point it is even though it's not thinking like a human being it's being made to think like a human being so it's using neural you know um, networks it's using machine learning mm -hmm. deep learning and based on the habits or the the way you act it can learn that so if you're lying 
<laughs> it can learn to lie. Yeah, it will learn it. Yes. So, and we've seen this with other examples where people have deployed chatbots on Twitter, for instance, and the interactions it learns and becomes, it goes rogue. Some of them become very rude and starts, you know, using slur and insults because that's what the humans have trained it with. You know, it's like I mentioned, it's constantly learning. It's, it's, it's eerie when you say the humans, <laughs> you know, but I suppose that's where we're going. That's it? where we're going, where, you know, we, you would have to it'll, it'll get to a point where you'd have to be told that this is an AI to know it. And I gave you the example last time when we listened to Google's duplex, where it sounded so human. Mm. Some of the times, to the point that Google had to put a, a precursor to that conversation. Anytime you picked up a call that was coming from Google duplex, it will tell you that this is an, uh, an artificially intelligent assistant called Google <laughs> duplex. And then it continues to talk. Mm. So if you don't know, then you're talking to a robot, but you think you're talking to a human being. And yeah, that can be... It will get to a point where we have that We'll be in the middle there where, was that a human or a robot? Was that an AI or a human? But do we suppose, though, that the assimilation process is equally as important as the pursuit of knowledge? It is as equally important. And are we doing that? Because I'm, I'm, I'm inclined to believe that our pursuit of knowledge currently unknown, mm-hmm. which is intriguing, is taking the fall as opposed to the... the the process of assimilation. Of, of, of assimilation. Yes. It's, and I, um, if I recall correctly, I think in the beginning we talked about the data that goes into AI because that is indeed the fuel that powers this AI. And the, it, it, as good the data is, that's as good the response that you would get. Mm. Even with the prompts that you give these chatbots, for instance. So any chat GPT um, or anything like chat GPT that you're using, depending on what you ask it, depending on what you tell it, is what you will get. So if you feed it with good prompts, you'll get a good response. <laughs> if you train it, if you train your AI with terrible data, your output is always going to be terrible because mm-hmm. the data... Take, for instance, when ChatGPT came to the fore and it became popular, a lot of people didn't know that the data was dated as back as far back as 2021 so when you ask it anything in any recent questions its answers were for some you know in instances were incorrect because they didn't have newer data so you can't ask it who was the who is the president of ghana in 2023 unless obviously the the data for the data it has predates what it has and it can make that assumption that okay so if a president's tenure is four years and as at when my data ended it means he should still be in power so that mm-hmm. is it but then if it doesn't have that data and maybe the president is a president of an african country and has been president for the past two thousand years <laughs> it would mm-hmm. it would assume that that's the same person maybe there's been a coup and that person has been removed it doesn't have that data mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. you would do this research and you'd get the wrong info exactly. i got the same similar experience when i was writing an article and I wanted to see how AI or ChatGPT or Googlebot or Bing would write that article. So all I did was I fed it points. Mm-hmm. I didn't write anything of a sentence, just points, names, and, a, and the title of the event for which I was writing this article for. It managed to get me the title or the, the topic that was discussed, the date that event was held, and I wrote first names of the people that spoke on the panel. And it filled in their full names with it their did. positions. Yes. Where it got it wrong was the positions because some of these people's positions had changed. Mm. 
right. in very recent times, but they didn't have that data. So they, so, were, they, they were getting it from some old data. Yes, from some old data. So say a person, say you, it would probably say, oh, you're a general manager when maybe you've now become a CEO. Right. Thank you for the profit. <laughs> <laughs> so something like that I had to go through. Now, assuming people think that and people are over-dependent, over-reliant on this system, they would think that, oh, it's all good. And just copy that information, paste it, submit it as an assignment or as a speech. And imagine the embarrassment when you go to present this and you address somebody as their previous position when... No, they won't take it Yeah, they won't take it very lightly. I mean, I wouldn't come here and say, oh, um, General Manager, Mr. Yaobana, for when he's now CEO, he's like... <clears throat> you know, you don't want to hear the throats clearing coming from those quarters. You know, you've made, yeah. you've made an error. Yeah. So with something like that, you want to make sure that the data is always updated. And it ensures that you do not make such mistakes. And in a case, I did write the person's position, but not the name. And it took who filled that position at the time when it had the data. And that wasn't the person. Mm. So it did get those things right. But mind you, I was blown away when I finished with the article. Mm. Because I didn't have to do any edits besides the names and the, the positions. It was quite near accurate. It, absolutely. And I was my mind was blown. So from that, you can realize that as businesses, then as Goldman Sachs said, 300 million jobs are at risk. Mm -hmm. Personal assistance. I wouldn't need somebody to write my speech again because I have an AI model that is trained on data, trained on my style of writing. All I have, all I have to do is just connect it to maybe my Google Assistant okay. and just ask it, hey, write me a speech that I'll be delivering tomorrow at XYZ event and there's a target audience. Use this kind of language. Use this tone. I want it to be interactive and creative. Add questions in the end and make it fun and witty. All it and it would write that. If you want to try that right now, you can do that on your own. Go to ChatGPT, chat.openai.com, bard.google.com, or go to Bing and just try it. Ask the AI to Let's write Let's put those URLs out again and very slowly. We just okay. want to try this thing out because once we get familiar with it, we can now begin to apply them to our businesses. So what are those URLs again? So if you want to use ChatGPT, it's chat.openai.com. Okay. And if you want to use Google's version of that, it's Bard as in B-A-R-D mm -hmm. .google.com mm. or you can use Bing. Bing is Microsoft's version of Google, Microsoft's search engine mm. and Bing has AI, chat GPT built directly into it so you can just go to Bing and try that as well. A reason why I, I use all three is because they are very similar but different. They give different answers, they give different approaches so I make some match as in when and it's very... Good. If you're listening to us right now, this is Masterclass here on your Superstation Joy 99.7. I'd like for you to try these URLs out because we'll be getting interactive shortly. I want to see what your experience is when you try these out. How did you find them and how do you think we can bring them to our businesses and apply them to our businesses to make them better? Kobe, mm -hmm. I mean, you're talking about all of this AI and all that. Let's give just one example, maybe, if you will, uh, maybe after we come back mm -hmm. um, from, from the break. And I just want to be able to draw the inference from all of this conversation back to our businesses so that right. on the everyday, there's someone sitting 10 meters away from, from Joy FM right now. They're listening to us. They, they are into, you know, they sell shoes, they sell shirts. I mean, they make... Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir 
tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Bags and all of that. All of this talk about AI. How really, how really does it affect me between mm -hmm. now and 6 p.m.? How can I make use of it? Before you answer that question, though, um, we'll take a quick message from our sponsors. When we come back, we get interactive. Owning a home in a clean, serene, strategic neighborhood should not be a luxury, but a necessity. And at JL Properties, we make that dream a reality. JL Properties gives you value for your money in our fully gated and managed communities in North Airport, Achimota, and North Kaneshi. Enjoy reliable refuse collection, external area maintenance, and security in all JL communities. Make your home with us by logging on to jlpropertiesgh.com JL Properties the city's favorite developer on-air business development program Joy Business Masterclass is in session and you can interact with us on Facebook via the Joy 99.7 FM or Joy Business pages. If you tweet, the handle is at Joy 997 FM or at Joy Business GH. Don't forget to hashtag JB Masterclass. You can also call us on 0302-216541 or send your questions and contributions through to the WhatsApp number 551 and our facilitators will address your concerns. Attention everyone, class is in progress. Welcome back. If you've just tuned in, this is Masterclass here on your Superstation Joy 99.7. We're here in the studio, studio with Kobe, Spike, and Chroma, and we're talking about artificial intelligence in business. Phone lines are now open. Numbers to call 0302. 216-541 That's 302 You can also send us your comments on 055 Let's talk about AI in business, how you can make your work easier. We're talking about the greatest resource in business, which is time. We're talking about efficiency of process and how you can use AI to shorten all of that and yet optimize your gains beyond what they are now. Numbers to call again 0302-216-541 or send us your comments on 055 11997. Just also remind you that today's edition of Masterclass is brought to us by Goyle. Goyle, good energy, Goyle, Yanara, Yedia, and also by JL Properties. JL Properties, the city's favorite developer. If you have any motor vehicle of any kind, the oil marketing company of choice, Goyle, keeps making life ever so convenient. Goyle now accepts Momo for all fuel purchases. Just remember to Momo it at Goyle. Visit Goyle's social media platforms, Facebook, Goyle.official, or Instagram at Doyle underscore GH and Twitter on Goyle underscore official. For more information on service stations, you can conveniently use Momo. Goyle, good energy. Goyle, Yenara, Yedia. If you're looking to own a home of any kind, then JL Properties has the right answer for you. Owning a home in a serene, strategic neighborhood should not be a luxury, but a necessity. And at JL Properties, we make that dream a reality. JL Properties has been building homes for over a decade. Enjoy the ease of owning a fully complete home or choose from our off-plan packages. Visit, visit us today at www.jlpropertiesgh.com or call us on 0509-542-973 or 0302-449-037. JL Properties, the city's favorite developer. Phone lines are now open. 
Um, numbers to call 0302216541. That's 0302216541. Or you can also send us your comments on 0551111997. Kobe, while we wait for mm. the phone lines to ring, um, maybe we have some additional content. Let's try and share it quickly. And and I think the thoughts that we're sharing right before the break, let's sort of yeah. talk about them quite a bit. And then we so can... Um, you were mentioning how the person that has a very small shop, maybe a thrift shop or a shoe seller exactly. or a Busokai spare parts dealer can leverage AI. Because some of these things, when we hear them, we think that, oh, it's so far-fetched, it's out of this world. Can it's we for- talk them through it now? Maybe an example. Mm. Pick up your phone, is an iPhone, is an, an Android, and do what? So, first off, they need to change the mindset towards technology. That's- Breathe and say <laughs> mindsets change. <laughs> it's not that you know complicated. It's not something that you can't. Who's that? And you who's that? It's 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 fairly easy. And one such thing that I think a lot of businesses do that they could digitize first off that they should have digitized. If they have digitized, then good. You can now implement AI. It's inventory management. Inventory management is, I think, one of the most important things that every business that deals in sales. So if you, you're someone who sells thrifts, maybe you sell clothes, it would be important that you digitize that first. You digitize your inventory. Stop writing in that single note, that single notebook, the small notebook, you know, you write. The day that, bought, that notebook gets missing. <laughs> gets missing. Or no, it flats, your whole flats. Four, and then you write the person who's owing you next to it. So you write the person's name and the amount of, you know, the credits you gave them. You need to put that into, and you can use your phone. So there are so many um, tools f- to digitize this data or that database. What do you say to the person who says, oh, maybe we have phone? Cloud storage. Exactly. That's why I wanted That's, you to yes. go. Once you put these things on it, almost all of them are connected to the cloud. And when I say almost, unless maybe, even if you use Excel, it's still connected to the cloud. Now, Something as simple as taking that inventory, storing it in the cloud, will be real phone now, you still got it. Mm. Unlike your singing notebook that it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> but the advantage here is that being, <clears throat> sorry, it allows you to optimize your stock levels. So, you know, it gives you a notification. It's like when you're talking on the phone and they tell you, you have one minute remaining, you know you have to buy credit. So, imagine they never told you that and then you had an emergency, you pick up your phone to make a call and then it tells you that, your credit is finished. You know, when they tell you you have one minute remaining, sometimes you can determine yeah. that you're not going to start a certain conversation because you won't finish it. Exactly. Or you can just say, I have enough time to say, I'll tell you what, let's talk in the evening. Exactly. So you've got that. So that's 60 helpful. Seconds. That's helpful for you to get that salient point across. Maybe when you call the person, because of the quote-unquote inchia, <laughs> all those greetings, you ended up consuming most of the credits. Now the, the main issue you weren't, weren't able to... Talk about it. so you can tell the person. Oh, I actually meant to discuss this with you. Can you call me back, or I'll call you back? So let's put it this way: download that AI right now. Try it as we are, you know, mm-hmm. you know, explaining, and it will tell you things about your business you never thought existed. You think you see it all now. You think you know the number of shoes you bought. You know the thing, the, the number of shoes in stock, how much you sold, and all of that. Maybe those are the obvious things. What we're saying is that when you use the AI, it can give you an analytic of your whole process that you have never looked at before. For example, I mean, I was here on the show when someone came and said, "Yeah, you can, if you're a business which exists on credit, you can have pushed all your products out at the end of the month. Mm-hmm. People will be owing you money, but you won't have liquidity to pay your staff. Exactly. So we, are you in a good place as a business? 
because you need to pay your staff. So you need both liquidity and sales. Yes. And this process can analyze the data and tell you. So you need 30% of your money in liquidity because that's how much you need as overheads. And you can have the rest in sales. But you can't do sales outstanding for more than 15 or 21 days because it affects your cycle. That analytic, you don't get to see when you are just looking at your ledger. Yeah, absolutely. Or your singing notebook. <laughs> or your singing notebook. So please, let's let's talk somebody through that. It's really dear to my heart. Let's so, talk about some, somebody's listening to us. They want to test it and see whether all of this thing we are saying works. Let's talk somebody through it right now. So personally, I use a service called Zoho. So Z-O-H-O. And it's a complete CRM CRM software. I use it to send out invoices and I use it to mark when people have paid me. It tells me how long I sent out this invoice, how long for the person to pay. Even when they pay you part, you can indicate it in there. And it makes life easy. I'm not always now wondering who owes me. You know, or going to check a booklet. Maybe I wrote Yao, and it's not Yao Banafu, but it's Yao Asari or somebody else. You know, I need to have those names in there and their emails when I sent it. And what it does is it also helps me track how many invoices I sent month on month. Mm. It helps me track which part of my business I'm doing more of. So if I realize based on the, the data that I have been doing more of, say, services than products and selling products and maybe i should focus more on that it reduces you know um waste time wastage it makes me more efficient it makes me more productive so with a software like that and there's there's more there's others there's inflow inventory which is also an inventory management software that is for businesses on a limited budget i must include this because if you are in wholesale retail distribution manufacturing even e-commerce you can use something like that to track your inventory because it'll help you reduce errors you're not making mistakes so let's do the zoho one they pick up their phone and they do it yeah so you just go to your your store and just type zoho so either app store or google store google store or even in your browser go to zoho.com and then you can sign up so there are certain premium features and there's a basic features the basic features honestly i believe are enough for anyone running a small And what business. will Zoho do for them? We just want them to try Zoho and tell us about it later. Good. So you try it, you would set up your business, first mm-hmm. of all. Once you're done setting up your business, you can even add your tax, you know, components over there for The GRI invoicing. will be happy to hear this one. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so for your invoicing and everything, it helps you calculate your tax. So any amount of, any quote you put there, it adds the tax automatically. You can set up different types of tax um, components in there. Then you can add clients. So when you add a client, you add a contact person there, you add your email and everything. It also helps because when you're engaging with that client, when a client makes a payment, it actually, when, when you enter that you've received a payment, it actually gives you a notification to send a thank you, which is something that I believe that companies that do. If I, somebody worked for me and I paid them and they came sent me an email saying thank you, I feel like, wow, they feel appreciative of the fact that I paid them. That yeah. means that I'd like to do business with them some more. Yeah. You know, that kind of... Um, interpersonal relationship has been created and it's no longer like a business to business thing it makes it more personal Mm. and for you the business the benefits of this is that you can now track how many how much business you did with say spiky Mm. and you can tell how much spike money spiky's made so at the end of the year when you want to be sending out your hampers you're not sending to abeku who just bought from you once but you're sending to those who matter and you have the analytics as well. Not that Abeku doesn't matter, but... Yeah, not that Abeku doesn't matter, but example. in this case, he's bought once, I bought 10. <laughs> <laughs> you right. know, I, I, I like giving 
real life examples. Like, I'd like I'd like for somebody to try it. I'd mm-hmm. like for one of my listeners to actually try it, test it. Go to your Google um, App Store or um, wherever, whether you're using an Android or uh, an mm-hmm. iPhone, test it. Do this Zoho thing we're talking about and upload some data from your business. Now look at the reports that it gives you. Test it for this week, between now and next week. And when we come back next week, share with us what, what your specific experience is. If there are also listeners today who are listening to us or who are watching us live on Facebook who already know how to do this and you're doing it and it's working for you, what we're trying to do is be able to share knowledge. We always say that life is too short to make all the mistakes yourself. Please give us a call when we get interactive. I think I've got enough time to take just one more phone call. Call me now or call me next week and share those thoughts so that we can help other businesses who think that this is too far-fetched to become more efficient because together we become stronger. Together we stand. Kobe, I have a quick question for mm-hmm. you. Will AI take away our personal time and lives while we pursue the endless cycle of uptime? Because it's now in your face, in your life, and you don't need to go sit in an office. You're always in an office. Is that the threat of AI? I don't think that's a threat of AI. I honestly think that if people use AI well, it rather gives them more time. Like, I have more time to be more human now rather than imagine if I had to prepare for this, you know, session Mm -hmm. and I had to do it all on my own and I didn't have the luxury of technology, Mm -hmm. but even better AI, I would have had to be going through links, say, because maybe I don't work in a certain industry, so I don't understand the operations there. I have to go in read about it, read their multiple areas. But now with AI, I could just ask it, how is AI being implemented in, let's say, manufacturing? And it tells me, and I can ask it questions about that manufacturing process. So let's say CNC, how can I replace CNC automation with AI? And maybe somebody's done a white paper on it. It can summarize that for me. I don't have to go read that whole white paper. But if I have the knowledge of, let's say, how the technology is supposed to work, that summary opens my mind to all those possibilities, giving me more time to be human, giving me more time to enjoy my life rather than, yeah, I would have spent 12 hours in a day on research for maybe just 30 minutes. You have a tool now that is able to compact all that and make it easy. So in an office, for instance, an AI is helping you. Instead of sending that email, now Microsoft 365 comes with Copilot. For those who use 365, you probably know um, how to use gives me a whole point. I've got a quick question on social media. This one is from Tema from Kwame. He says that, how do I locate Zoho um, on my Huawei phone? I'd want to assume that Huawei, meaning that he doesn't have the Play Store. Yes. So he's probably using App Gallery. Check the App Gallery. If it's not in the App Gallery, you'd have to look for the APK. Now, that is a very risky thing to do because sometimes certain threat actors or certain bad people or hackers, if I should use that term, can embed viruses in an APK. An APK is the application package that you install. So when you download something from Play Store, it comes as an APK and installs on your phone. But you can download it on the internet. So check. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC.